Welcome to Nassau Community College Forum. This program explores our rich educational environment, including our dedicated faculty, administration, student clubs, and more than 70 fields of study, along with the students who make this college the largest single campus community college in the state and is the first choice for one of every four college-bound high school graduates in Nassau County. Hello, I'm Kevin Boston Hill, and welcome to Nassau Community College Forum, where each week we will shine a spotlight on a different department, club, or area here at Nassau Community College. Today, we will explore student personnel services. Our guest today is Professor Molly Phelps-Ludmar, and welcome to NCC Forum on 90.3 WHPC. Thank you for having me. So, you know, before we get into the, the meat of what student personnel services is, let's, uh, let's find out a little bit about you. So let, what, uh, what got you involved in, in this particular career? Well, that's an excellent question. Um, when I graduated from college, I was an English major, and I thought that I wanted to go be a um, book editor or a publisher, um, and I couldn't find jobs in that area. But while I was in college, I had been very involved in student activities. And so when I graduated, um, I was offered a job in the admissions office, and I kind of just fell in love with it. So I worked in college admissions for five years. Um, at that point, I decided I wanted to go back to graduate school and become a high school guidance counselor. I went to graduate school for counseling and quickly realized that I didn't want to work with high school students. I wanted <laughs> to be with college students. Um, and so finished my degree and, um, you know, had worked at a couple different colleges kind of up and down the East Coast. And about 15 years ago, I was lucky enough to land at Nassau Community College. So here I am. And it's best place I've ever worked. Great, great. And because I know your journey is going to help some other students who may be in a similar place where they just don't know, okay, I have this degree, now what do I do with it? Exactly. And they might want to find a, a non-traditional use for it and find a different path for themselves. So thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, so I guess tell us the in a nutshell, what um, what is student personnel services exactly? <laughs> so student personnel services is, we're an academic department. Right. Um, we teach, but we also provide services to students. So we have five distinct areas. Okay. Um, those areas are um, career counseling, and that includes career transfer counseling and student professional development and employer services, which is a mouthful, but <laughs> basically job placement, career, and transfer. Right. Um, we have psychological counseling. We have the Center for Educational and Retention Counseling. We have the Center for Students with Disabilities and Student Activities. So we're a really diverse, unique department um, in that we have all those different areas. So we have lots of different things going on you know, throughout our program. I, I can imagine. That it sounds like you have a lot of things going on. So what um, of all those things, I guess, what are the, I guess, the busy times for those particular departments? So it varies from uh, service area to service area. So, okay. for instance, right before school started, our Office of Student Activities ran new student orientation where we had 2,700 students attend wow. in one week. So for them, their busy week was the week, you know, before sure. classes, right? <laughs> um, whereas everyone else, you know, other areas maybe were a little bit quieter. Mm -hmm. um, Another busy time for that, for around registration periods in particular, would be the Center for Students with Disabilities. Okay. Um, their students receive advisement um, and some registration assistance from those counselors. And also our Center for Educational Retention Counseling mm. is usually busy during those advisement times as well. 
So then, you know, other areas might be busy at other times. Um, before I became chairperson of the department, I was a transfer counselor. And tr in transfer counseling, the really busy times are September and October, when students are really thinking about getting their applications into the four-year schools, mm -hmm. thinking about where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Um, so it really, it varies. We have different areas are busy at different times. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure. So I guess what would or how how closely do you work with um, the professors that the, the students have? So we work really closely with faculty on okay. campus, um, in, in classroom faculty. Um, we, you know, in our different areas, we might go into classrooms and provide workshops mm. or programs. Um, a lot of times, you know, in particular, um, our career counselors are, are doing workshops for classes, the NCC 101. A lot of them bring their classes into the Career Counseling Center. Um, psychological counselors might consult with faculty um, on a student who's, you know, appearing in distress or having mm -hmm. a difficult time. Um, certainly the Center for Students with Disabilities works very closely with faculty as well, um, you know, in terms of, of reaching out and, and, you know, helping students, you know, receive what they, you know, the services that they need. Mm -hmm. um, you know, lots of different ways. Uh, the Office of Student Activities works closely with faculty as well in that faculty are oftentimes trying to plan programs on campus. And so the Office of Student Activities might help them with, you know, putting together a room or a speaker or, you know, things like that. So we're very much integrated into, you know, the fa classroom faculty's lives. Okay, great. And what type of or how do students get to find out what you do? How do they how do they find out about student personnel services? So they find out in a variety of different ways. Mm -hmm. um, we try to do a lot of um, PR campaigns with students. We do a lot of publications. We do mailings to their houses, you know, <laughs> postcards, letters. Um, we have a pretty, uh, you know, try to get things up on social media a lot. That's, mm -hmm. you know, obviously students these days, mm -hmm. like like their, their Instagram and their, <laughs> you know, Snapchat and their Facebook. So we try to put things up there. Um, you know, we really try to do a good job of getting all of our information out there. Um, so we might share it. We might do a, an e-blast to students or, or to faculty um, or, you know, if student activities is, is running a program, um, they might, you know, put posters up all over campus. Our mm -hmm. Center for Educational and Retention Counseling uh, does really great posters. They do a whole series of workshops that, you know, it's kind of, you know, they do the same poster every semester, but that's great because students now know to look for it. You right. know, oh, I need to go to that, you know, study skills workshop again. Oh, there's the poster that I saw last semester. Here are the dates that I'm going to attend. Great. And so thinking about all the different um, programs, all the different departments that make up um, services, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what are some of the more interesting uh, programs that you all offer throughout the course of the year? So we offer a lot of programs. Um, <clears throat> mm -hmm. Next, let's see, in two months, uh, the transfer office is hosting, is, is working on a program with Farmingdale State College where Farmingdale is going to send a bus to campus, pick up our students, take them to Farmingdale for the day, feed them lunch, give them a tour, show them around campus, and then deliver them back to campus. Oh, nice. So that's that's really fun and, and a great opportunity for our students. So that's something kind of unique. Um, last night, the Office of Student Activities ran the Evening Activity Hour, which runs uh, three times per semester in the evening. Mm -hmm. And they had extreme bingo. 
So wow. I, I was not able to. It was a little bit past my bedtime, so I didn't make it there. But um, but that was really fun. You know, yeah, I can. Like I, what would extreme bingo look like? I wonder. I think there were lights and <laughs> <laughs> loud music uh, uh, and I'm all kinds sure. of prizes. It's, it's not your grandmother's bingo. No, <laughs> no, no. So let me just take this break real quick. You are listening to Nestle Community College Forum on the voice of Nestle Community College, 90.3 WHPC. My name is Kevin Boston Hill, and our guest today is Professor Molly Phelps Ludmar from Student Personnel Services. So what else does, or in a nutshell, if you can, um, because I know you said it's, it's a variety of things and services that you provide, um, how do Student Personnel Services help students to succeed in a, in a particular area? So when I... When people ask me, you know, kind of in one sentence or less, what do you do? Our job is to help students succeed at NASA, mm -hmm. and we help them to realize their potential. That happens in so many different ways, um, and I'll give you a few examples. Sure. So, um, for instance, you know, we run student orientation, which is, for most students, is their first real formal introduction to the campus, right? I okay. mean, they may have been here. They've they've probably taken a tour. They've come for an open house. They've applied, but the orientation is really where they get to come in and kind of you know have a you know see where what's going on, talk to student orientation leaders. So that's really important, just in setting the tone for the beginning of the academic year. Got it. But one of the things, and, and I think that's very important in terms of helping students succeed. You know, mm -hmm. you want them to start off on the right foot. But the other part of that that I think is so important to student success is that for orientation, we hire between 50 and 60 um, student orientation leaders each year. And those student orientation leaders go through an extensive training. They have leadership training. We bring in specialists to work with them. They, they, we work on public speaking skills with them um, and all of that. And so they have a wonderful experience as well. Right. So, you know, we had a student who just graduated last year, but he he became a, uh, his first year at NASA, he didn't get involved in anything. And the second year, he was invited to be an orientation leader because he had great grades. And that's kind of where we start reaching out to students right. is with that. He became an orientation leader. He realized how much he loved being involved. Next thing you know, he's the president of two clubs. He's the um, SGA representative to the Academic Senate. Wow. He's everywhere. You know, I turn around, <laughs> he's there. He's, 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 you know, involved in everything. So that's one example of right, really so he, where we help students. He's broken out of his shell for the most part. Absolutely. Yes. So that's one way that we do it. Um, another way that we do it is really just, you know, working with students who maybe need someone to listen to or mm. need to, you know, have a, a, a trusted person that they can confide in and talk about their challenges. Our students, our student body is incredibly diverse. Our students come from so many different backgrounds and have so many different issues that, you know, happen oh, yeah. to them. So, you know, maybe it's, it's a matter of, you know, meeting with a psychological counselor and being able to talk about anxiety and stress and, you know, personal relationships and, you know, finding a way to kind of work through those um, so that they can meet their maximum potential in that way. So it happens in so many different ways. I can't even really, you know, <laughs> tell you all the ways, but that's mm -hmm. just a few examples. No, those, I think those are great examples because, and it fits everywhere in between as well. Absolutely. So there's always something that can be, you can support your students with. And I like the way that you laid it out from the beginning of the school year all the way through to the, the end of the semester or even at the end of the, the regular school year. There's always something that they can do to reach out. And uh, so I think that would be a, a very beneficial to our students. Um, so in your recommendations and in, in your estimations, how would 
when would you recommend that a student come seek out your services at um, let's say the student may be having academic difficulties. Mm -hmm. So when should they, what time of this in the semester should they come in and seek out those services? The minute a student starts to have any kind of struggles with courses or personal issues, that's the time to seek out for okay. our services. We are, we work 12 months out of the year. We're here throughout the summer. We're here throughout the breaks. We're a phone call away. Mm -hmm. um, and I would really say immediately, you know, um, if something is going wrong, you don't want to wait until it snowballs and becomes a bigger <laughs> right. problem. Um, you know, sometimes if students can come in and, and they can meet with a counselor, it can be, you know, just one or two meetings and things are mm -hmm. back on track. Other times it takes longer. So I would say, you know, ASAP. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, because I know you have some students who figure, well, I'm an adult now, so mm -hmm. I, I need to start handling these things on my own and, and so forth. And so they may be a little reluctant at first to, to come out and, and find something. So if they may be at the beginning of the school year and they say, well, it's, oh, it's early in the school year. I can work this out myself. And what would you say to those students? I would say, you know, I, I admire that. I want, you know, I want <laughs> students to, you know, be able to advocate for themselves and make their own decisions about what they what they need. But I would also say that you know, it never hurts to ask for some help. Um, you know, we're counselors, so we obviously believe in, in working with people and the, the human interaction mm -hmm. and, and the benefits to all of that. So, you know, even if someone thinks they don't need our services, maybe try it out one time. Come see what you think. Um, you know, it may not be as I think sometimes students are, are nervous or, uh, you know, intimidated or something to come come to certain, you know, offices. But come check it out. We're, we're all pretty friendly people. <laughs> we're here to help. <clears throat> exactly. And like you said, it's better to get the help early than to get it at the at the end of the year mm -hmm. because it may be too late at that point. Right. We don't want students to end up on academic probation or warning or not have good grades. I mean, like I said, our job is to help them succeed. Right. And so, you know, as much as, as we hate it when our, you know, we're, we're sad when our students graduate and leave, we're also, you know, very proud of them and excited. And that's that's the ultimate goal. Excellent. Excellent. So you're listening to Nassau Community College Forum. I'm Kevin Boston Hill. And my guest today is Professor Molly Phelps Ludmar from Student Personnel Services. We'll be right back after this important message on the voice of Nestle Community College, 90.3 WHPC. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much, for taking me out to the park, for reading me books, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot in ballet rehearsal, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now... As a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for having the chance to take you to the park, for reading you those books we enjoy so much, for being able to take you to your therapies after you twisted your ankle, for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. Visit aarp.org caregiving to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We now return to Nassau Community College Forum. Welcome back to the Nassau Community College Forum on the voice of Nassau Community College, 90.3 WHPC. Once again, my name is Kevin Boston Hill, and our guest today is Professor Molly Phelps-Ludmar from Student Personnel Services. 
Now, we left off out of the break, going into break, talking about when students should come in and get the support that they need and, and not waiting too long. So how can they get that support? Where where can they reach out to? What is the, the particular number, a website, web address they can go to? I know we mentioned earlier about social media things. So how can they find, get in contact with you all? Okay. So if uh, students go on the Nassau Community College website, which has recently been redone and is lovely, <laughs> um, we can be found really in, in three different areas. Okay. We are an academic department. So if you click on academics, we're listed under academic departments mm-hmm. as student personnel services. We're also listed under campus uh, campus services. Uh, it's, it's a link called Counseling Services. And we're also listed under Student Life and for student activities. Um, so on the web, we're, we have a pretty strong presence <laughs> on the web that way. Um, we also have our main office number is 572-7506. And our main office is located in Nassau Hall, Room 11. Because we're such a unique department, we're really spread out throughout mm-hmm. campus. So we have offices in three or four different buildings around campus. But if you call the main office, we can put you in the right direction. Great. And like I said, they, they, you cover those those five major areas. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's the reason why they're spread all over the place. We right. can do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you mentioned that there, you'd be found under the academic um, courses that are there, the academic departments. So what type of courses do you um, are taught by students personal services? So we teach a couple different courses through our department. Um, we teach a couple courses on career exploration. Okay. We have three different courses on career exploration. One is really an introductory course. Um, let's see, it's called career orientation. It's a one credit course, just really starting to take an, an uh, initial look at the career exploration mm-hmm. process. We also offer another course called career development and exploration, which goes a little bit further into how to explore careers. What what do careers mean? You know, I think one of the things that students sometimes they don't we're not always aware of all the different career options that mm-hmm. are out there. So it teaches teaches students how to explore. And then we also have a, a course called Career Management, which is a more advanced course, which is really putting together a resume, preparing mm. for interviews, getting involved in professional organizations, and things like that. Um, we also offer an academic success course, which is taught each semester. This is, again, a one-credit course. This course is designed for students who have had some academic difficulty in the past. Mm-hmm. So it might be a student who's on academic warning, academic probation, or a student who's recently been readmitted to the college. So that's the academic success course. We offer a course uh, called Understanding Substance Use, Abuse, and Addiction, okay. which looks at um, substance abuse. Right. Um, and then we also offer a course called Perspectives on People with Disabilities. So we offer quite a few different courses, and we're at this point we're looking at even developing some more. Okay. And when I hear the names of those courses and, and the, the jobs that they do and, and what they provide, have you thought about or are they available to high school students maybe who are, who are thinking, well, is it only for – or have you thought about expanding it to to try to include a like a section or a version of that for high school students as well? So the the career exploration, I'm sorry, the career orientation class right now, our one credit career class, we are actually teaching it to a handful of high school students okay. at this time. Um, we have some students from the BOCES program who are mm. on NASA's campus taking courses, and some of them are enrolled in that class, and uh, another group of them took the class last semester. So we're, we're happy to teach it to whoever wants to come take the class. We think that they're really worthwhile topics. Um, they really are, are a 
you know, great asset to a student's, you know, academic portfolio. So we would be happy to teach them in the high schools here, you know, wherever the case may be. I, I, and, I'm sure, and that's why I mentioned it, because I know there are a lot of high school students now who are thinking about just going into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be or they just don't know what they want to do with themselves. So right. it would be a good way for them to have the exploration uh, and, and get the, some sense of direction for themselves going along the way. Absolutely. You know, career exploration is really it, it used to be something that you did kind of at the end of your <laughs> academic you know, studies. Mm-hmm. And now it's something that I see them starting it even in the, you know, the elementary schools. Not that you need to know what you're going to be, but just what does it mean to understand careers and what does it how, how do you explore them and how do you learn more about them? No, you're absolutely right, because I think it it's also gives them a sense of, well, I don't know what I want to major in in college. Mm-hmm. So now if I'm thinking about going and getting this profession, then that will steer me into the direction of this particular major. So it gives them some sense of direction, I guess, along the way. Absolutely. So you don't have those students who are changing their majors every semester. Right. We, we would prefer they not. They certainly can. I did myself, so I understand that. But it's, you know, it's, it's easier when they don't sometimes. I'm sure. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, the work that you that your department does with um, students with disabilities and how do you support them along the way, okay. along their journey here? So our Center for Students with Disabilities um, is really fantastic. I think we have a really great reputation in the community for the mm-hmm. work that we do. Um, in addition to our counselors over there who work with students, um, you know, they work with advising students, they, they provide classroom and testing accommodations to the students, um, so anything that, they're, that they qualify for. Um, we have a pretty extensive um, staff of American Sign Language interpreters for okay. students who are deaf or hard of hearing. Um, we have a lot of adaptive software. We're, I think we're very um, cutting edge in terms of the, the, the programs and the um, devices that we provide for students. Um, so in addition to that, we also have a testing center, which is part of the Center for Students with Disabilities, where students would be able to go to take their tests if they need mm. extended time, they need a quiet space, they need a scribe, um, they might need a reader. So that's, you know, that's another aspect of the Center for Students with Disabilities. Last year, we administered over 3,000 tests Wow! in that, yeah, in that testing center. So, you know, we, we always are encouraging the academic departments to try to provide those services mm-hmm. as best they can. It's not always possible. Right. So if you think about it, if, if a lot of the departments are already doing it, doing that that part and we're still doing 3000 it's you know it's a, it's <laughs> a lot a of tests lot, or that's a lot of tests yeah, yeah and then right. the other part of our center for students with disabilities which it's it's a completely separate um service but it's we have a trio program on campus okay um, which is a student support um uh, service uh through the federal government and so that program also works really closely with students um who have students with disabilities and um you know provides additional services to them as well. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So you are listening to Nestle Community College Forum on the voice of Nestle Community College 90.3 WHPC. My name is Kevin Boston Hill, and our guest today is Professor Molly Phelps Ludmar from Student Personnel Services. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the, um, I guess, psychological counseling. Mm -hmm. And when do you do you reach out to the students? Do they come to you? How do you find out about students who are in, probably in need of those services? So a variety of different ways. Most of the students will contact our office of mm-hmm. psychological counseling to request an appointment. Okay. Um, 
for, you know, they may have been referred there by a teacher. They may have been referred by a friend. They may have found our listing on the website and, and call and make an appointment. And that's that's great. Um, sometimes students are referred to us by faculty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that can happen as well. You know, obviously, if it's just a matter of, you know, a faculty thinking, well, I think this student could benefit from psychological counseling. We can't force them to come in and right. see us. Um, sometimes a student will present in crisis, um, meaning that it's a much more severe situation. Mm-hmm. And our psychological counselors at that point will do an, evalu- an immediate evaluation um, and determine what, what needs to be done to help the student. So it's a variety, you know, of different ways that they come in. Okay. Okay. And and I guess also what... um. What are the different ways of, of reaching out other than um, using the, the typical, the, the mailings mm-hmm. and, and the social media and things? How do you get the, the word out that this is what we're here for, this is, what, this is what we're doing on campus, and whenever you can, do you like set up a table at the at the beginning of the year? or? So, yeah, so tomorrow's the Student Activities Fair. Okay. Um, from 1130 to 12.45, <laughs> weather pending outside in front of the CCB. <laughs> I'm realizing this is recorded. Um, so anyway, the so at the Student Activities Fair, we would have a table um, for our department mm-hmm. where students would be able to stop by, pick up some information, ask questions. So that's one way that we, we try to reach out to students. We try to, you know, there might be different events on campus where we might be present. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we any, any opportunity to, to talk about our services, to promote <laughs> our services, we certainly take advantage of that opportunity. Um, but I think a lot of it really becomes word of mouth. Right. You know, we we will do a program one year and then students look for it the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, so so for instance, we, we do two transfer fairs each year. So we would do a transfer fair in the fall and a transfer fair in the spring. So students have come to be, you know, aware of the fact that, hey, you know, when is when is Hunter College going to be here? Because right. I want to talk to them about transferring into their nursing program and they start to look for when when the programs are. Um, some things just happen each year. You know, we have, so the Student Activities Fair is one of them. At the beginning of every semester, we do that. Um, we do a spring fling every summer out on okay. the, the quad with bands and games and parties, things like that. Um, every year, we do a big job fair in the spring. So, you know, there's certain things that I think students just kind of come to, to know about. Right, right. And I guess, and also through your department, how many, um, students come through or, or actually do work for you and because I know they come through and utilize your services but do you actually also employ students whether it's paid or volunteer we to get some things we do we have quite a few students that work in our offices um, we employ a lot of um, federal work study students okay. so they're they're constantly you know helping us answer phones um, make appointments greet students when they come in file, copy, you know, hey, uh, you know, student, I have, I need to hang up these posters for the, you know, uh, for the transfer fair. Can you run around campus and hang up the posters? We also hire students um, to work in our game lounge. We have a game lounge on campus over in the U building. And so while that's staffed by a professional from our department, mm-hmm. we also hire students to work in there as well. Okay. So they assist with, you know, keeping things in working order, making sure the, the Xbox is working properly, <laughs> I, you know, things like mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that, swiping students in, you know, checking them in, um, keeping track of, you know, what needs to be ordered and things like that. So our students are really amazing. Um, the ones that we hire, when we hire good ones, we want to try to hang on to them. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, we we're surrounded by students all day, which is which right. is what we which love. is what, which is what yeah. you're here That's for. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. Well, you know. We really want to thank you for being here today. Again, thanking Professor Molly Phelps Ludmar from Student Personal Services for coming in and being part of our show today. So once again, thank you very much for for taking your time today. Well, thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here, and um, I really appreciate you having us. No problem, no problem. So my name is Kevin Boston Hill, and thank you all for listening to Nassau Community College Forum right here on The Voice of Nassau Community College, 90.3 WHPC. <laughs>